Yo, what is going on everyone? My name is Nick or The Notorious Fantasy and in today's video I'm going to be bringing you guys five running back sleepers that I am going to be targeting heavily in my fantasy football drafts come August or September whenever you prefer to draft. So these are a bunch of guys there could be young, could be older, and they're just falling way too far in the draft for where I would want to take them. It makes them almost an insta lock when I see them going in the back part of the draft. These are guys that I really am going to stamp my ticket on. Obviously, these guys could change if an injury happens um, ahead of them. If they end up getting hurt, they'd probably end up being off the list. But as of right now in May, this is where my list is for sleeper running back. So please, guys, if you do end up enjoying this video, please click that subscribe button down below. But not too much fluff here. Let's get right into it. Fantasy Football 2020 Sleeper Running Bikes. Now, my number one sleeper running back is David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears. Now, he's going around the 7th, 8th round, and to me, that is a sleeper because people are sleeping on this guy's talent. Out of college, many people believe David Montgomery was the best running back in the class. Now, draft capital would not tell you that because, obviously, Josh Jacobs got selected ahead of him, but David Montgomery of the Chicago Bears finished running back 23 last season in PPR in 16 total games, so he does not really have too much of an injury problem. 170.4 PPR points, 10 points six points per game, 57.9% snap share, which is 17th amongst running backs. Now, many people believe that since Tariq Cohen is there, this number you might think might be a lot lower. You think it might be more of a 50-50 split between him and Tariq Cohen, but it is not. It is up to 57%. I wouldn't be surprised if by the start of the season or a couple weeks in, we're seeing a 65-45 or 65 35 split between the two just because I think that David Montgomery is just that much of a talented back. Now, he had 889 rush yards last season, which is 55.6 per game, which is 18th amongst the running backs. Seven total tutties, 17th amongst running backs, 35 red zone touches, 2.2 per game, 19th amongst running backs. Now, this is a stat I actually want to talk a decent amount about because you saw there were some games where they just peppered this motherfucker when they're on like the three yard line they hand it to him four times and he just cannot get in do I think that will change this year yes I do I think that after ha being a rookie you learn a lot and he gets a year off gets to look at some stuff and figure out what he needs to do better and I think that the Bears will overall be a better team with Nick Foles at the helm over a guy like Mitch Trubisky I think that really influences how good the running back will be there David Montgomery and I'll talk about it a bit later so he had 25 receptions 41st amongst running backs and 18 receiving yards so you do not want to be buying in David Montgomery because you think he's going to be catching passes. Now, I think he's great in PPR, half PPR standard, but you're not drafting him to get you, say, 50 receptions. You're just not. He's not going to do that while Tariq Cohen is there. Now, in the future, if Tariq Cohen leaves, that's even much better for David Montgomery, but right now, with Tariq Cohen is there, do not expect too many uh, checkdowns looking his way. Now, obviously, Nick Foles is l going to be the starting quarterback, pretty much. They declined Trubisky's fifth-year option. So David Montgomery is likely going to be, not David Montgomery, Foles is going to be that guy. So I think that that helps David Montgomery. Now, why does it help him changing quarterbacks? Because the quarterback doesn't necessarily influence the running back. Now, what you will notice is that Mr. Foles can throw to left 
and the right. Mr. Mitch Trubisky can't even throw the ball to the fucking left side of the field. So you better believe this is going to help out Mr. David Montgomery. And last time, it was pretty clear that if fucking David Montgomery rolled out to the left on a, on a catch to try to go catch the ball on a uh, passing route, he just wasn't going to get the ball. So now he has that upside. And I think that Mr. Nick Foles will elevate this offense even better. Last season, we saw a huge dip. Trubisky, the season before, was looking very good, and they had a really off year. So I think that the Bears have a much better season. Obviously, they have a good defense, so running the ball is possible on that offense because it is likely that the defense can stop them so they can try to keep running the ball because the game will never really be too out of hand, I would think, this season. Now, my number two running back here is Cameron Akers, Cam Akers of the LA Rams. Now, Cam Akers got drafted last week in the NFL draft to the LA Rams out of FSU, Florida State University. Now, at 11 games in 2019 at FSU, 231 carries, 1,444 yards, 5 yards per carry, 18 total tutties, 30 receptions on 42 targets, 225 receiving yards, and 9.7% target share on that offense. Very good target share for a running back. I think that Cameron Akers is going to be able to tear it up in LA, and he is going to be going later than a lot of these other rookie running backs. Jonathan Taylor, CEH, all going to go far above this guy, and I just think that Cam Akers is going to be such a safe pick. I don't think that Darrell Henderson can even sniff Cam Akers' jockstrap. That's how good I think Cam Akers is. I think that maybe the first couple of weeks, it is more of a split, 64-50-50 between Akers and and Darrell Henderson, and then obviously Malcolm Brown will get some touches. But I think as we look more deeper into the season, say week five, week six, they're just going to realize how talented Cam Akers is. They drafted Darrell Henderson later than they drafted Cam Akers, so you would think he would just hop in and be that starter after he proves himself maybe in practice. I think that Cam Akers is a very talented player. He was legitimately the best offensive lineman on the Florida State University team. This guy has a five yards per carry, which is hilarious because he would get the ball, and the fucking offensive line would split like the Red Sea and there'd be like 12 fucking guys coming at him. There's not even 12 guys on a goddamn football field on defense. They have like the Seahawks over there and they would just come over here. I just dropped my soda cup and smack straight into him. What the actual fuck was happening there for him? Now they go to the Rams and he's used to having a bad line. The Rams line isn't that bad, but even if it is bad, it does not matter. I think that Cam Akers plays much better. I think that the LA Rams as a whole team have a much better offense this year. They're not worried about about limiting their fucking best player pretty much in Todd Gurley in touches because Todd Gurley got his ass shift to Atlanta. Now, the number three guy here is my man, Karate Kick, Kareem Hunt of the Cleveland Browns. Now, he finished running back number 47 last year in PPR, but that's just because he played eight games. He only played half of the games. 101.4 PPR points, 12.7 points per game, 54.1% snap share, 25th amongst running backs, so pretty much... What's going to happen in this offense, they bring in Mr. Kevin Stefanski, former offensive coordinator of the Minnesota Vikings, a 60-plus percent rush team. So Kareem's going to be getting those rushes. Even even with Chubb there, he's going to be getting probably 10 to 8 to 10 touches a game running. And that does not include the fact that I think he might catch four five balls a game potentially and the way this offense is looking it's looking much better so I like this move for Kareem Hunt now another thing to bring up before I name off some other stats is that if Nick Chubb gets hurt at this value you can be getting if Chubb goes down Kareem to me is a top five running back I think he slots in where Chubb goes and could go even higher because he will be the sole 
proprietor in that offense. He's going to be the sole man on the offense, and I love this value for Mr. Kareem Hunt. Now, like I said, he does not really rush the ball that much last season. 179 rush yards, 22.4 per game, 69th amongst running backs. Nice. Three total tutties, 50th amongst running backs, six red zone touches, which is 0.8 per game, 78th amongst running backs, 37 receptions, 22nd amongst running backs, 285 receiving yards, 26th amongst running backs. So if you think about it, he's going to catch the ball 70 to 80 times, I would think, and he'll probably get over 600 receiving yards to me, and I think that he is going to get the ball more rushing this season. So I think that Kareem Hunt is an extreme value later. Now, he is one of those, he's a handcuff, but he's not really a handcuff. Because when you think of handcuffs, you think of, oh, this guy gets hurt, then this guy comes in and is the main guy. Now, that is what happens if Chubb um, was to go down. But what happens if Chubb is in, Kareem Hunt is still in. Whereas these other handcuffs, you're not going to fucking play them because they're going to get four touches a game and it's not going to do anything for your fantasy football team. So the next guy here, we are getting towards the end of the video. We have one more man after Mr. Keyshawn Vaughn. So if you guys have enjoyed this video thus far, please click that subscribe button down below. So Keyshawn Vaughn running back out of Vanderbilt now lands with Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 12 total games in 2019. 198 carries 1,028 yards 5.2 yards per carry 10 total tutties 28 receptions on 38 targets 161 receiving yards and a 10% market share so him and Cam Akers are around the same in the market share wise in their college offense now Keyshawn Vaughn is a very talented pass catcher as well as just a running back as a whole now obviously you guys know Ronald Jones is still there Ronald Jones might end up being a bust just like what happens onto Mia Malkova's face pretty much every night when you're on that other uh, tube website. So what I'm trying to tell you is that I think that Keyshawn Vaughn is going to elevate himself onto the offense very highly. Now, if Rojo gets hurt, boom, he's in there. Even if Rojo is healthy, I think these guys are going to be splitting touches to where I think in games where you think that Keish the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to be scoring, you just play Keyshawn Vaughn. He could be a very, very talented flex player, and he has the upside of being potentially like an RB2, like a low-end RB2, high-end RB3 in fantasy football, even with Rojo on the field. I just see that much talent, and with an offense that should, should, should be scoring as much as Tom Brady's Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Bruce Arians is going to call the plays to get the good guys on the field, and I think that Keyshawn Vaughn is going to eat in 2020, and I love his value. He is going to be going very late. He's going to be, he goes around in the mocks I've been doing around where Rojo goes. Maybe he goes around higher and then Rojo goes behind him, or Rojo goes around higher, and then he goes behind him. So I think that this is a pick that won't necessarily pay off instantly. It may not. It may take a couple of weeks, but I want to see week one what happens. Hopefully preseason happens so we can really see him run. But Keyshawn Vaughn is a very talented player, and I would love to put my fucking sword into the ground, my flag into the ground like a Nick Bosa boom, and assert my dominance over a guy like Keyshawn Vaughn, a guy that I really love in fantasy football drafts. Now, my final sleeper for this video is going to be Alexander Madison running back of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, the thing with Madison is Madison is a handcuff. He's a sleeper because I believe that this guy could win you your fantasy football championship. So how could a handcuff win you your fantasy football championship? Now, Dalvin Cook, obviously the starter running back in Minnesota. He's the head fucking honcho. This guy is the work 
course, when the games are when he's in the game. But this man has a tendency to miss games. He has not completed a full season in his three years in the NFL. He just hasn't. Last season, he played much longer than he normally does. But with that said, he's still a guy that's known to get hurt on injury predictor for sports. He has a 55-plus percent chance of getting hurt. So over half of the time, it is likely that this guy will get hurt and miss at least one game. I see no way that Dalvin Cook completes the season, and if he gets hurt towards the back half of the season and needs to miss some time, you are going to be eating at the fact that you have Alexander Madison on your bench. You're just going to be salivating. You're going to say, holy shit, I got a guy that is a league winner. I just think that that's what he is. He is going to put you on the right track to win that fantasy football championship, and that is very hard to find late in your draft. If you draft Dalvin Cook, you sure as fuck better draft Alexander Madison because if you don't draft Alexander Madison, you are going to be crying when you don't have him to replace Cook later in the year because Cook is just bound to get hurt just like Kanye is bound to fall in love. Now, Alexander Madison last season, 13 games, 5.3 points per game, 68.4 PPR points, but he's Cook's handcuff. That's what he is. He, like I said, Cook is the workhorse on that offense, so Alexander Madison is not going to be getting very many touches during the season until Mr. Cook gets hurt, and I just personally see that it is very, very likely even the website, the injury predictor, had him at 55% to miss a game. I just think he misses a game or two or potentially half the fucking season because he just can't stay healthy so let me know what you guys think down below about all these running backs that i spoke about in this video let me know if you hate the picks of sleepers or if you love them so let me know down below in the comments like i said please click that subscribe button that's either down below or down below me click on a video to the left the video that's on me right now or the video at the bottom left because they are going to be great content just like this i love each and every single one of you guys make sure to have a blessed rest of your day i will see you guys tomorrow with yet another bahanger video. Goodbye.